The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please subscribe. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. And today we have a little treat for you. Cooper Dawson is going to come on to talk Syracuse football. Many of you know him from his signing day moment. Uh, that went viral. We'll maybe touch on that a little bit, but I want to get into the football aspect of this because if you're not watching some of the highlight reels from some of these recruits that are coming in, because that's like the first thing Joe and I do is check their highlight reel out. And I know highlight reels are meant to impress. I know that's why they're put together, but they can't be put together uh, if they're not impressive. So with that said, I would, um, you know, I would recommend you go check out his his highlight reel because he seems like a very and he is he is a he's a really nice kid he was very generous with his time I want to thank him again for that I'll probably do that five more times but he is a he's a kind kid he's got a good heart and he's got a lot of integrity and he's got great character his parents should definitely be proud of that but when he straps his helmet on you can forget about it so I thought that having a little discussion would be would be fun. I was tipped off by our by a listener and friend. Become he's just become a a, a friend of the show. A talented kid, Giovanni Heater. He's got a show called Orange Heat. It's a YouTube show. You can check that out. He is uh, a 15 year old. I would almost call him a phenom. Just a great kid, and another another one who's. Parents should be proud because Giovanni is one hell of a kid, and uh, we appreciate uh, him interacting with us early in early goings of, of the show when we finally decided to get on Twitter. So, anyways, I digress because I've got to tell you about Tix Blitz. Now, um, Tix Blitz. There's a couple great things about Tix Blitz. Okay, first of all, they are the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network, and that is where Joe and I cover Syracuse basketball and football for. So, uh, we appreciate Armchair Media Network taking care of us, so we're going to take care of them. Now, there's a there's some things with buying tickets online that always there's a sticker shock at the end you 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 buy the ticket you see the price it's 35 bucks by the time you're in your cart checking out you're up to like 50 bucks well look tix blitz does not add any of those extra fees they don't have unexplained service charges the price you see at tix blitz is the price you pay uh unnecessary fees and extra charges and this, that, and the other shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event or concert that you want to go see. So go to TixBlitz.com and enter the promo code armchair at checkout to get 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com, promo code armchair to get that 5%. And remember, TixBlitz equals guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. So without further ado, Cooper Dawson. 
Some of us know him from his impressive highlight reel, but we all know him from his viral signing day moment with his friend Kingsley Feynman. Syracuse football class of 2019 recruit Cooper Dawson joins the Cuse Militia podcast. Cooper, thanks for being so generous with your time and coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. So it's been uh, a whirlwind for you since signing day. I'm sure you've been really busy and, um, you know, I mean, what a what a great time to be a Syracuse fan. And uh, you're coming in right at the right time. I mean, I'm, you, I'm sure you know that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, we're only going up from, from the spot. Yeah, so... Uh, what? So let's 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 do the basic mundane thing first. Everybody's got to ask, or maybe they don't, but I do. Uh, what are you going to go uh, major in while you're at Syracuse University? Yeah, so I was thinking about majoring in uh, business and then minoring in communications, and uh, hopefully I'll have time to get my MBA since I'll be there over the summer and have plenty of time to take a bunch of courses. That's all. Yeah, you know, great communication school. Yes, sir. Yeah, no so. doubt. Um, I mean, they could have a Hall of Fame just in communications um, alumni there. So, um, so take us through some of your experience in the recruiting process and Babers. And I know you made a visit, and we'll get into that in a minute. But just for people who don't know, you know, briefly the uh, the process of recruitment. Yeah. So Syracuse actually, um, you know, we had talked months before signing day and uh you know they, they told me that they were interested and uh they just wanted to talk more and let things work out so they came by and visited the school a couple times because uh you know they had me and mikey dukes who's a recruit he's a running back for the school first baptist which is only about 30 minutes down the road okay so uh, they came to see me and him a bunch probably two or three times before they had even offered and, uh, you know, they, they wanted to make sure my ACL was, was recovering properly and that it wouldn't affect my, my play going into college. And so uh, I got to know the coaches really well. And, uh, you know, I'm a Southern boy, so I, I've only seen snow once or twice in my life. And, uh, I, yeah, I was, I was uh, in for a shock when I went up on my official visit because it was snowing the whole time. And I loved it, though. It's real pretty. And uh, I didn't expect much. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I've been a Clemson fan since I was as long as I can remember. Really? And so, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured. i all my life. Yep. That I mean that's awesome, but what, I mean personally on the Babers on on Babers because you know if you don't know already, he has captured the heart of Syracuse fans in the city. Just I mean, we love Coach Babers. I mean, if you the hashtag Pay Babers went around pretty much all year at this football season. Um, so on a personal level, how is he? Is I mean, is he as awesome as he seems? I'd say he's more than expected. You know, I uh, a lot of people have asked me, and I tell them that they they remind me of the Clemson coaching staff because that's who I grew up knowing, and they're just so close, and they hold each other to really high expectations, and uh, you know they they hold each other accountable. They're really close, like family, and so um, Coach Babers he does this one thing that I like on Sundays. He holds his meetings later in the day so that everybody can go to church and take care of things that they need to. So uh, Sunday meetings, he says, all right, everybody stand up. If you t- called somebody this morning and you told them you loved them or if you went to church. 
And if you don't, he calls you out and makes sure that you do it next week. <laughs> that's awesome. But that that's great insight because I don't know. I, I haven't heard that. So I'm not even yeah. sure who else has heard that. That's awesome. Well, we love Babers and you fit right in. You were talking about kind of like the family atmosphere and like, you know, just judging off of your signing day thing. I'm sure you probably didn't think it was going to be that big, but it ended up being huge. I mean, you touched the heart of millions of people and every Syracuse fan that's seen it. I remember that I remember that day when it came out and I threw it up on social media and it just went off. So the, it, Babers is very much attracted to that type of personality. It's that type of um, attitude and kind of humbleness that that he's looking for, and that's how he's building this team. So, um, Now, you got to go in the Dome? Did you get to check the Dome out? I did. I actually went to the Syracuse versus Georgetown basketball game. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. That, well, that yeah. was an awesome game to go to. Yeah, it was It was crazy. It was a last-second buzzer beater. Y- yeah, with Tyus doing his thing, as we all know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of teams – don't have a dome. I think there's nine D one teams that have some sort of arena, but no one really has a dome. Um, you didn't get to see it set up as a football field then, right? You only got to see it as the basketball court. Yeah. I only got to see the basketball. Uh, so I'm looking forward to football season. Yeah. It's cool though. You'll, you'll enjoy that. You know, we talked about, you were a Clemson fan and I've kind of, I kind of wondered about that, but you had, um, some offers besides Syracuse, UCF, um, Clemson out of the ACC and Wake Forest out of the ACC. So why, what made you choose Syracuse? Yeah. So, um, I had offers for six, I think six different positions, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end, D tackle, nose guard, tight end and offensive tackle. And, uh, my heart's always wanted to play defensive end. So, Syracuse offered me for the position that I wanted to play. They run a 4-3 defense, which is the defense that I feel like I'd fit in most. And uh, I always said that I wanted to go somewhere that wanted me as much as I wanted them. And the coaching staff did a great job with doing that. Well, all right. So that was that was kind of what sold it on you. It's, it's a it's a it's a scheme that you you feel like you fit into the best, and um, coaches and staff willing to work with you and get you fired up into that. So yeah, they did a great job recruiting. Did they? Okay, well, that's that's very promising for Syracuse yes, fans because it's been tough. It's been a rough go, and like yeah. I said, Babers. You know, Babers. The future with Babers at Syracuse is bright, and it's clear. But with him at the at the helm, um, exciting the fans. I mean, how pumped are you just to be a part of these next four years under uh, what I think is going to be the Babers legacy for sure. Yeah, no, I feel like our personalities are definitely gonna gonna clash with each other because you know I, I I seem like a, a a really good guy, but when I get on the field, I, I like to get excited, and, and so I feel like our personalities are gonna represent each other really well. Yeah, you seem you do seem you do seem yeah like a, a humble, chill guy. But I've watched your tape, and for anybody who hasn't, uh, maybe they want to. You'd like to whip. You, you're a jersey grabber. You like to just ragtag people. Um, yeah, it seems yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of whipping people down by their jersey in your highlight slamming reels. Them. What's that? I, I like slamming them. Yeah, it's weird. If if I can get them on my fingertips, they're not going anywhere. I noticed. I noticed. So well, then I would have. So you want you you'd rather because you were a, a, a part of your recruiting on two four seven is usually how we monitor our recruits. Um, Joe and I for the show. 
Um, we go to a couple places, but that's a go-to, especially for me. They had you listed as a tight end at first, and I think they eventually yeah. changed it. So do you like – would you rather be catching passes and running people over, or would you just like to just ragdoll guys? What's your, what do you, you know, like? If I could do them both, I'd love to, but defensive end is, is always going to be the number one. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of, um, we have some some really top – notch talent at Syracuse right now in Alton Robertson, Kendall Coleman, uh, Kingsley Jonathan. Um, now, at, at, playing under these guys and getting to watch them, um, what are you hoping to learn? Uh, since you're already familiar with like the kind of defensive scheme and everything, what are you hoping to learn from those those seniors from next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I'm looking forward to playing under them, practice under them. I, I feel like they have a lot to teach me and uh, you know, hopefully they're accepting of, of new guys. I, I went up there and everybody seems like, you know, the seniors who had gotten recruited by the old coaching staff were were all friends with the the freshmen and everything. So everybody seemed really tight. But uh, I just I, I really want to learn from their explosiveness and uh, hopefully they can give me that mentality in the weight room as well. Yeah, exactly. With the training, and, and I'm sure they're going to be accepting. That's how it is. That's how Baber's setting this whole thing up. La Mi Familia. I mean, you know, it's a yeah, like yeah. You, you said, it's the atmosphere that um, is being put forth there at Syracuse inside that locker room and otherwise. So, um, do you know? I know Kingsley is going to be coming to a game next year, right? I guess Coach Baber's is going to get him to a game. Do you know which one it's going to be by any chance? Yeah, we get the pick, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Clemson game. We're just trying to figure out when the date and the time is. We're uh, 100% sure. Is Kingsley a, a Clemson Tigers fan as well? No, he was a USC Trojan fan. Oh, uh, really? His dad went there. So oh, okay. He, yeah, yeah, but he, he's a Syracuse fan now. <laughs> That's right. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. So, um, oh, yeah. You know, I know you've gotten a ton of questions about that that whole signing day thing, and we we've all heard it all. But just, I mean, how how awesome is it to just bring joy to someone like Kingsley like that, and a moment like that that, you know, he's never gonna forget that. Now, you will never forget it either. But you will you probably won't ever be able to feel the way he felt about that about letting you letting him announce that you were gonna be going to Syracuse. That was just. That was the best part when he announced, and then the world went after that. And I mean, he's just in the—he's the kid is all smiles all the time, and just—I mean, real quick, how does it feel to just give him that kind of sense of, um, you know, friendship and everything like that? Yeah, um, he was actually with me throughout the recruiting process. Whenever I had a coach on the phone, I'd, I'd try to ask him to talk to Kingsley. So oh, I felt awesome. like. Yeah, I felt like if if there was anybody more involved in the recruiting process than him, it was me. So he knew everything that was going on, and uh, you know, I, I I saw an opportunity to be selfless, so I took it. And uh, I I originally yeah. just was gonna bring him up there and just have him there. I was gonna make the announcement, and then um, you know, I just I went up there and rolled with it and told him he was gonna do it. And so he he said, okay, okay, and. Uh, <laughs> He he said it so clean. I, I couldn't have been more proud of him because sometimes he he struggled to get his sentences out, but he couldn't have done any better. No, he did it great. And that and I loved your Fox and Friends interview. If you remember, uh, he was he just was 
struggling a little bit and I could tell you wanted to help him. And you asked him, you want me to help you out? And he's like, no, I got it. Then he said, <laughs> he said, he was like, yeah. no, I got it clear as day as he's trying to struggle what he was going to say. But when you try to intervene, he was like, no, I got it. So yeah, no, he, he's a ball, but he, he, he can, yeah, he'll stick up for himself. He, he'll say what he wants to. That's, that's awesome. And just, a, a, um, I mean, a great friendship that's going to be just propelled to the next level with you going to Syracuse. It's going to be great to watch. Um, so we talked about the snow. You're going to, you got to really get prepared for that, you know, um, because it's going to suck eventually. It looks really pretty. <laughs> it's growing up in Syracuse. It looks pretty at first. Every year to us, it looks pretty too. Eventually it becomes a hassle. So get ready for that. But uh, you were number 14 in high school, right? Do you, yes, sir. do you have a favorite number? Is that your favorite number and why? Uh, I do have a favorite number, but it's 15 because of Tim Tebow. Oh, our okay. high school, does, yeah, our high school did not have 15, so uh, you know, I, I've I, we didn't have 15 in baseball or football, so I've always gotten 14. But uh, on my Syracuse visit, I did have number 15, and uh, they told me I could have any number I wanted as long as I I worked for it. So um, you know, as long as nobody on defense has it, I I, I, I plan on getting 15, but. If I have to earn it, I might start off with 95 if I could get that. My dad had that when he played for Georgia Southern. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I, I, I too, is, am a, a big Tebow fan. I always was, even when he played for Denver. I'm a Raiders fan. So, yeah. um, you know, just his attitude. And I think he got the shaft, to be honest with you, in the NFL, kind of. Um, the media frenzy that followed him, I think, worked to, you know, to his disadvantage. And, unfortunately, uh, people stopped giving him a shot. Um, so that's my thoughts anyway. Uh, do you have a favorite yeah. sports icon? I guess, is it Tim Tebow? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay. And did you hear he's actually coming to the minor league team that's in Syracuse? Yeah. He's playing for the Syracuse Mets. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing for the Columbia Fireflies or something, which is yeah. in South Carolina. So it's crazy. Oh I wow. That's named cool. My, yeah. I actually named my dog Tebow oh. after him. He's, he's seven years old. Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. All right. Well, all right. Yeah. One more one more quick question for you. Um, what what do you listen to to get yourself pumped up before a game? Right now, I'm I'm into some Stevie Vai. There's no vocals, but it's it's straight guitar, and I, I really like classic rock. My dad's kind of embedded it into me. So uh, I'm going through a Queen phase as well right now because they Cause came the out with that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but anything that'll it'll, that'll get my adrenaline going. I'm not much into rap, but uh, you know I, I really like classic rock. I always liked uh, to get me pumped up, man. Like you know, Metallica's kind of cliche, but like some Pantera, like Five Minutes Alone yeah. or something like that. You know, uh-huh. I understand. I understand the rap thing getting you pumped up. I really do. But something like double bass drums and heavy metal guitar and someone screaming that really can fire you up, especially playing yeah. defense, right? Yeah, oh man, I'm getting goosebumps right now. But uh, no, Stevie Vai, the audience is listening. I, I picked up on that recently, and I can't even drive with it because I get too excited. <laughs> you see, yeah, you want, definitely want to keep it in between the lines, Cooper. Um, oh yeah. So, all right, dude. Well, listen, uh, as we've said more than once on this show, when we've talked about you and we've talked about others, that character matters. And it's important to point it out when we see it, Cooper, and you have it. And we wish you all the best. So um, keep being you, bro. Stay humble. 
And again, thanks for being so generous with your time and thanks for coming on and good luck in your orange uniform, buddy. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Thanks. You too, man. Take care. So there you have it. If you like guitar, check out Stevie Vai upon uh, Cooper Dawson's recommendations. And again, I want to thank him for coming on. I, I had a blast. I want to do more of these types of interviews. Uh, Joe, I'm gonna eventually. I'm gonna get Joe in on this, but Joe is like, I don't know, I don't know. Joe's not big on the interview thing, so that's why I do them by myself. But Joe joins me now because we're gonna talk about some Syracuse football. <laughs> why you gotta give me me? Why you gotta mean mug me, bro? What's up with that? All right. So we didn't ever talk about. <laughs> Are we going to pick up where we left off I mean, in I'm the just last saying, show? I'm just saying. Are you serious right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Sit there and you just talk okay. trash while I can't sit there and defend myself. And then, okay. <laughs> All right. Look, let's start over. Let's start over. So thank you to Cooper Dawson. That was great. I'm going to do some more of these interviews. Uh, so Joe joins us now. Joe? Hi. Uh, hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? I'm good. We didn't talk about the Syracuse football schedule at all yet, so I figured we'd take this opportunity to talk about it. Um, a big game early. I look at this, and we're going to make our way too early predictions. So these don't count against our record, right? These are just – we're just spitballing, right? Yeah, Okay. Okay. Um, well, we'll do that at the end, I guess. But let's, let's talk about this first. So we opened up against Liberty, which is great, at Liberty here in Lynchburg. It's about – it's about three and a half hours from where I am. I was thinking about going yeah. to that. but Me too, me too. But I was thinking about meeting you up at NC State because that's an away game. So Yeah, um, I got a couple of away games uh, to worry about that. Duke is an away game as well. Oh, that's right near you too. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be decision time for me come football season. So, yeah. um, well, let's take it. Let's, let's, let's look. You got Liberty, Maryland away, and then the big one. The third game of the season, Joe, we're home against Clemson. Do you think an early game against Clemson helps us out? Or would you rather see a game that big against the defending national champions maybe be mid to late season? What do you think? It uh, probably doesn't help us out as much. It's tough because you never know with injuries and stuff like that if it's a, you know, like a mid to late season game then who knows if you know where we are depth wise uh with the attrition and everything as far as just injuries happen um so again i mean depending on how fast we can kind of come together as an offense with dungy and the defense with some of the guys are missing um you know we got two away games to kind of and obviously all off season spring and you know summer camp and uh, fall camp and stuff but uh we have all that to kind of get ready for it. So, um, again, Clemson is turning into uh, a beast, uh, and they're obviously the cream of the crop when it comes to the ACC. So, um, realistically, it probably doesn't matter when we play them. Uh, well, but, uh, And we really won't know if it's a good or a bad thing till you know, the season happens anyway. Right, and, you know. It was a good got, thing for us last year. Right, and people, get in, people can get injured and you know, all the spring stuff that happens. And so there's tons of variables. I, I'm kind of with you, but (laughs) I, I honestly lean on the side of having Tommy DeVito in there and only getting two, two away games. 
you know, I, you know, I don't know, because you can toss it up either way, but I'm going to stick with my first, right. my gut. I'm going to stick with my gut. Having Tommy DeVito in there, take control of this team, and being only his third game against the defending national champions, I think it's going to be a definite test. And we will see. Yeah. We will see what he could do in, the, in some of the worst-case scenarios, besides being in the Dome. Oh, it'll be is interesting. That, is that it's, fair it's, to say? Yeah, it'll be interesting, and they're going to give it a go. We talked about it in the last podcast about how – we just don't think that. Um, well, at least I don't. I mean, I just I think our team we're not afraid of Clemson. I mean, we're starting to get get that winning yeah. culture, and we've played Clemson so tight that I think our players aren't starstruck by them. So uh, again, Clemson's probably going to want to come in and try to prove something next next year, especially with Trevor Lawrence and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's I guess really one of the better things too is if we can start off two and zero, we may be preseason ranked. If we're set off two and zero, we probably will be ranked and. With them coming in, now who knows if they're going to be preseason one or not, but I can't imagine they won't be. So, right. you know, that might set up for uh, their early season, um, first time college game day. Yeah, right. I was just going to go there. So there's the possibility of that. We don't know what time the game is yet, obviously. We just got the schedule. Right. But then after that, we stay home against uh, Western Michigan. And, um, you know, yeah, Holy Cross, home. Should have been. Must win. Right. NC State, Ryan Finley's gone, right? Yeah, Ryan Finley's gone. They're probably going to be losing some of uh, their best uh, wide receiver as well. So they're going to be a team looking for a new, you know, signal caller. So, again, that's kind of – they're going to have to answer a bunch of questions too. So we're playing them semi-early in the season. So that's not really a bad – bad situation i know it's a way game but it isn't a way game but there that is right after a bye week the first bye week of the season comes right after holy cross right and don't get me wrong they've been recruiting well they do have talent down down here uh but again when you were replacing a quarterback that's been like that you know starter for so many years you know you never know what you're gonna see or expect so um and then from there we go we've got that's an away game against nc state we come home where's our bye to the uh, the first buy like I just said is right after Holy Cross, okay. In between so Holy Cross buy. and and yeah, so before we go to face the Wolf Pack, we have a buy, so we get two weeks there uh, to rest up, and we'll probably need it after five games of the season, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, then after NC State, we come home against Pitt. It'll be nice to get Pitt in the dome. I think it gives us a huge edge, uh, Joe. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, right. I think we're going to be waiting to kind of get back to them. Right now, the tough one uh, after Pitt, then we uh, go face um, Florida State at their place. And um, besides the raucous crowd, we kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I don't know where Florida State is going to be next year. There's not so too many people that do. Yeah, it's kind of a weird situation there isn't it well they got talent but if they can put it together you know that's really the question right and that's that works to their advantage them uh playing us you know the eighth game of the season yeah so late you know late later in the season past halfway they've they've maybe got some things figured out and that probably works to their advantage then we come that scares me a little bit yeah 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 but then we come back home against uh boston college and that is, um, I think it's a winnable game. You know, I yeah. don't really know, but we kind of smoked them. So we. Well, they had some injuries. I and know, stuff. but we still smoked them, though. I mean, I'm not saying they can't come to our house and beat us, but 
I, you know, you look at the Clemson game, and that's a really tough one. But when you look at the rest of the home games, I mean, I mean, they're decent. You know, it's all winnable. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Clemson's gonna be tough, but other than that, yeah, yeah. So um, after BC, then we go to Durham to face Duke, and I think I that I mean, it's another tricky could, one. Yeah, too. it's another tricky one. Yeah. So I mean, losing their quarterback, and yeah. when they didn't have their quarterback, I mean, they're going to be a team that's going to try to. And we lost ours too, so to be fair, you know. Yeah, they're they're going to be a team that's going to try to. Well, when they didn't have theirs, they they struggled. I think uh, there's a lot of teams that were probably would have been in a would have rather had our quarterback situation this year than than they had this year. But um, with Daniel Jones being gone, they're going to have to replace uh, the quarterback, and who knows really what you're going to see. You don't know if you're going to end up seeing an athletic quarterback that runs a little. Um, quarterback option. Um, usually, their defense is pretty. I mean, pretty formidable. They're they they kind of remind me of our our defense as far as you know they can get turnovers and they can get stops, but they do allow you know big plays from time to time. So um, again, an, an away game as well. So you never know. Sneaky one, but um, again, you know you never know with these teams that are replacing so many people in key positions. So. Yeah, and the second bye is in between, by the way, it's, I missed it again, sorry folks, uh, is in between Boston College and Duke. So we've got Well, that'll be good. We'll be coming off a bye going to Duke. So Yeah, exactly. So we're coming off a bye and going to away games. That's actually, that's actually works out pretty good, I think. I think I, yeah. I like that. So um, then we play Louisville in Louisville. Can they turn it around that fast? I mean, it'll be a whole season almost, just about. Uh, Again, what, the team with, the it, team with talent. Yeah, but um, they were so far away last year. I know. I just don't know. I, I know, but it, this is a late. This is didn't, a late that, season. Didn't game. they get rid of their coach too? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, so I don't. I mean, that's again, it's a rebuild. Um, it, it's going to be at Louisville, so, yes, but by that point in the year, it might be. You know, you don't know where Louisville is going to be at the end of the year. So, if they're down and out, not playing very well, then that home field advantage really might not matter because you know the fans might not be there so and then uh we come back home for the final game of the season the final game of the season is going to be at home which is really cool so we get senior night last game of the season i think that's awesome um and that is against wake forest so we'll have all year to get our uh run defense fired up because they're pretty much one-dimensional although they're really good at it yeah you know I mean, leading the country and rushing all the time. So, um, oh yeah, they they know what they want to do. So, again, another team where you really don't know if it's if it's any account of what it's been the past couple of years. Then Wake Forest will probably be either fighting for their sixth win or right there with six wins. You know, trying to get a better bowl game. So that depending on where we are. But again, that's just one we can't really sleep. Almost kind of like Boston College. So. But two home games with, with the Dome and with the attendance I think we're going to get next year, I think uh, we should be able to win those games. So Fired up, and, you know, we'll see yeah. we'll see where the chips fall. But, you know, I'm really excited about football. I'm probably more excited about this upcoming football season than I have been in, I mean, a decade. So Yeah, and I'm worried because I just think that because of this year, people are going to bump up a lot of expectations we didn't lose a lot of guys but we lost a lot of key guys um 
There's a lot of big questions that need to be yeah. answered, and I still wouldn't. Mostly on defense, too. So. I still wouldn't bump up my, my expectations. Even with the easy, I think the easier non-conference and just overall conference schedule, um, I just wouldn't just, I still wouldn't have it to be expected to have 10, 10 wins. Just I wouldn't expect that. So Okay. Well, you're, <clears throat> you're way too early preseason prediction. What is it? Um, well, looking at the, looking at it, uh, I think, you know, going into this year is the least amount of, um, automatic losses. I think, um, you know, going into to the season, the past couple of years, you've looked at about two or three, maybe four games sometimes where you didn't expect to win. And this year, um, I mean, I, I'm looking at probably just Clemson and even then, I mean, we've played them pretty good, but that's just the one team that I would come in and say, down really expect to win um i think the next most difficult game like you said is probably going to be florida state florida state away most likely um oh, those are my but two. i would what's that those are my two that i'm worried about the most as well so it's, it's i think it's probably probably pretty clear to everybody right but it doesn't mean that you know that game is not winnable at right. the same time uh games like wake forest at home boston college at home uh at duke Pittsburgh at home, uh, those games all kind of are, if we don't show up, I mean, they're very winnable, but if we don't show up, we could lose those games as well, you know. And again, just based upon history and how we usually play, I would expect to probably lose one of those anyway. So, um, I mean, looking at it, honestly, I would say my way too early prediction, I would go... um, Not to be overly, you know, optimistic, I'd say... and looking at that, God, such a easy, so it's just so much easier than than the past couple of years. I got to say nine and three. Okay, well, I mean, you're not too far off for me. I, I'm I'm an I'm an optimist at heart, and uh, and and I think since I can't be held to this way too early uh, prediction, <laughs> right? I can't be I can't be I'm not on record. Is this I don't on think record? either of us can. I know. No. I'm just playing. Um, I'm gonna go ten and two. It looks like to me. I mentioned the two games that worry me, and you know. Put it this way. I'm sticking with my 10-2, and two, but put it this way. This is how I see it. We can we can win, and I know you can say this about anything. Well, they can any given Sunday, every, every, any given Saturday. Um, we can win every single one of these games. So, uh, yeah. I, and I'm not saying we're going to go. I'm not saying we're going to. I'm just saying we can. I'm just saying that I think we can be competitive enough, and I think Coach will have them ready. I think I think these games are winnable. You know, barring anything catastrophic, and you know, Clemson's going to be tough. That's all. Well, yeah, Clemson's going to be tough, but a lot of other games going to be a lot tougher if we're not as shored up as we think we are, like the offensive line or the quarterback position, right, or the linebacker I, position. Going, going by what Baber says, uh, is the offensive line specifically, he's commented on that it's probably going to be pretty decent. So yeah, my worry is at linebacker. That too, yeah. My worry is at linebacker, and you know we'll just have to see. But how bad Chris, Chris Slayton being gone affects the defensive line? Oh yeah, and yeah, if Devito yeah. can step up, <clears throat> I mean there's really only four pressing issues, and if we can get three of them answered, then we should be okay. Yeah, so um, we, we'll see. We will see. But yeah, like you said, I mean I wouldn't looking at the schedule and the way that the teams are still trying to figure it out. I mean it wouldn't surprise me. If we went ten and two, eleven and one. I mean, don't you think ten and two is? I know it's 
over, it could be overly optimistic, but is it out of the realm of possibilities knowing what we know now? With the question really at linebacker, which is huge. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I think it's really big. I think I think Chris Slayton didn't get as much um, attention, you know, from the media and stuff. Like that. He obviously he got attention. Out of, he got attention on the football field, right. without a doubt. But exactly between between him and our linebackers, trying finally figuring out figuring it out, uh, uh, that was a big part of being able to stop that run that was kind of hurting us earlier in the season, especially against Pittsburgh. Uh, if we can't figure that out, teams are going to be able to run against us. So right, we're gonna, I mean, that could pose right. a problem, and that's how teams beat us with the speed. And especially, I think we could be faster. I think that this year we could be faster getting up to the line and just Devito just picking people apart, boom, boom, hitting hitting them with a run play. I mean, if he can learn how know. to shred them and he gets the protection, he's the he he has the accuracy. Yeah, and that's what Baber still wants to do. It's just going to be a little bit different a play calling because of Dungey and stuff. Uh, right. I think because how Dungey was so effective, I think that. There's going to be more pass plays, you know, so and he's got a stronger arm. So that's what kind of what I'm expecting. And, you know, to slow that down is basically to take away the possessions from us and to run against us. And we play against the Pittsburghs and the Wake Forests that do it anyway. But then other teams that are less, you know, that are not as good as you or maybe not less less talented, they're going to just show up and try to like Duke's going to try to do that against us. Just pound the ball. Shorten the game, right? Yeah. So uh, those are just we're gonna have to win, to like learn how to beat teams like that, and um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of a winnable game. Let's put it this way: this past year, I think we would could have went seven and five, and people probably would have been happy. But it ended up being a very out of the blue year. Now this is gonna set expectations. If we go seven and five with this schedule, it was a bad year. Yeah, and right, I would agree. Still would, and it still would be like, I mean, if we don't. If we don't make a bowl game, then something really, 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 oh, really yeah. bad. I, like something, something's going on. And I'm not trying to be like overly dramatic or overly positive, but I don't think. I mean, it would have to be something catastrophic to not make a bowl game, in my opinion. Yeah, but, like I said, um, I think. I mean, seven and five is a bad season as sure, far as I'm yeah, concerned, I and that's just because of the, the teams that we play. Right. I mean, Liberty is just an up and coming D1 team. Uh, I think they've only been in Division One for a couple of years. Holy Cross is a D1 AA team. Western Michigan, a MAC school that, although they gave us a pretty good game, you know, at Western Michigan, this next, you know, at the Dome at home, we should be able to beat. And Maryland went 3-9 and nine last year. So, again, it's on, a ro- on the road, but two weeks in, I mean, these are games we should go 4-0 non-conference. So, and then you look at some of the other struggles that some of these other teams have had trying to replace some of these quarterbacks. I mean, Louisville hasn't figured it out yet. And now you're going to get other teams that, you know, like Nancy State that's going to have to figure it out. So, like I said, Pitt will give us problems. Boston College will give us problems if they're both healthy. Uh, Florida State at home will give us problems. NC State, you again, got to figure that out. But Wake Forest could give us problems. You know. Yes, yes. But, I mean, I just look at us as a better team. And, again, Dungy and company leaving on with a, with a winning culture. I mean, these kids are just, they're ready to go and just even do better than what they did last year. So, yep. All right. Well, um, we will see. And as soon as we can put together another football episode, we will. And um, I'm glad we were able to do this. I want to thank um, Tix Blitz. And right now, I want to take 
time to thank my bookie. If you're someone that likes to bet online, um, give my bookie a try. If you've never bet online before, I'd research it before you do it, figure out what it's all about. But the NFL playoffs are pretty much over. We got the Super Bowl left. And um, if you want to get on some of that action, make sure you're ready by signing up at my bookie. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet on is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make money off this upcoming Super Bowl, you got two weeks. Go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Join now, and my bookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for that game. Use promo code QS25 when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code QS25 at my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. I want to thank JP Mulligans. I want to thank uh, you guys for listening. Cooper Dawson, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, that was really fun, and I hope to do more uh, stuff like that. So that is all, folks. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. 
on Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.